Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Elinod, Aegon, and Garden. The three of you had just been talking to this strange apostle of Terror Zimu, the Executioner's Gullet, who spoke kind of confusingly about this strange place and whatever being that he's waiting to, you know, rise again. Uh, but he hinted that such beings, these lords of madness, never really die. And that's kind of alarming. Uh, and then it flapped off after kind of hinting to Garden that, you know, the three of you, you know, seem to be somehow involved with this whole weird dimension you're in, Shoff Filfgish. Uh, but you guys had been on your way to uh glenda's shop is that a place you'd like to still keep on continuing to i mean yeah let's try and see if we can find it in this weird place yeah yes so the three of you continue your walk down these weird cobblestone streets that are like kind of like lined with like this green slick gross you know kind of uh, uh sliminess it's not so slimy that you trip every step you take or anything but it just sort of everything about this place just feels old and archaic uh and you guys continue on down uh till you find what looks to be uh the uh, glenda shop it looks very similar, but it seems rather larger. Uh, rather than the, the tiny little uh, shop that Monosyrup Alchemical Reagents is, uh, the Mar is quite a bit bigger. There are like a few towers to it and stuff. Uh, and yeah, it just seems larger it's and almost, more imposing. Almost like a Marmar. It's double the size. Yes, just like a Marmar. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so do you guys want to go in? 
that's the point, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, Got these slimy streets. All right, let's go in. So you guys walk into the shop. Uh, all three of you make me perception checks. Fourteen. Ten. Natural twenty. Nice. Ooh. Uh, with a uh, ten, uh, the first thing that immediately catches your attention uh, is that there are empty bottles all over the place. And I don't necessarily mean vials or, or you know, flasks of, of you know, like for, for uh, you know, uh, alchemy or anything like that. I mean, like, it looks like alcohol bottles, alcohol, wine bottles, uh, just all over the place. And there's sort of a, a kind of that nasty fetid odor of uh, old alcohol. You know, like if after a party or something, like in real life mm. after a party, when you like pick up a beer bottle and there's beer in it and it kind of smells that nasty, gross odor. Uh, very reminiscent of a smell like that hanging in the air in this room. With a 14, uh, I can let you know that uh, whereas the, uh, uh, the Mar typically is just this little tiny shop, for, you know, fit for a little ha old halfling woman. Uh, this shop seems rather larger, and in the back, rather than uh, uh, a, you know, uh, like a little back room where she does some of her work, it seems like it's a staircase that leads up. With the natural 20, uh, their garden, I can let you know that you faintly hear the sound of Glenda Monosyrup uh, crying in pain. And that echoes down the stairs, and your friends don't seem to notice it. I uh, I share the information with the uh, with the other two. Okay. Get... So you guys want to go upstairs? Let's go up those stairs. Yeah. Let's. Or I can go up there and take a look if you guys want to look down here. Okay. We'll take a look down here. You go up the steps. Garden. Uh, go ahead and make me a... Uh, well, actually, first off, are you stealthing or are you running? Or are you walking? Uh, uh, I will stealth. Big go make a stealth check. 17. Not too bad. Uh, Garden, uh, you guys, uh, uh, starts tiptoeing up the stairs, and he strangely sounds more quiet than normal. <laughs> uh, what are you guys doing down on the first floor? Uh, investigation? Yeah. Yeah. By all means, go ahead and make investigation checks. Some natural one. Ooh. First of the day. That's that's not a good omen for uh, how this recording session is going to go. Yeah, you uh, look around, and aside from these bottles, you don't really see a whole lot else. All right. I got a 13. With a 13, you take a few moments and take a look behind the, like, uh, uh, the, like the, what would be the counter area. Okay. Uh, and you see a few things. Uh, you see the paperwork 
for the uh, sale of a shop. Uh, seems like it's, you know, uh, uh, uh last store, uh, the one that she had mentioned that she sold and, you know, came here to retire. And on the paperwork, you see that there is a, uh, another name on the paperwork. There is a Blake Monosyrup. However, uh, on that paperwork, it specifically says next to that name, Deceased. Okay. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do before you uh, uh, head up the stairs? Or did you want to go somewhere else? I mean, I'm good with whatever. Are you done over here? Yeah, I'm done. So did you want to start heading up the steps? Sure. Okay. And you guys start heading up the stairs. Are you guys sneaking as well? Sure. Yeah, we can stealth. Stealth checks, the both of you. Uh, let me know what those numbers are, and then we'll get back to uh, guard. As a wolf, do I get any kind of stealth? Uh, stealth? It would say uh, on the uh, the, yeah, the monster maybe. stats. Uh, so if you're proficient in stealth, you can use that. It's whatever's higher. The wolf's uh, uh, dex or your own stealth bonus. It's the same. Anyway, I got a natural 20 anyways. And I got a 21. Hot damn. Uh, we'll get to you guys in just a moment. Uh, Garden. You had a 17, right? Yes. You walk up the flight of stairs, and the, the stairs do seem to, to loop around quite a bit. Uh, it doesn't make sense that there would be this many stairs in the staircase. It didn't seem to be this tall when you were outside. But regardless, you press on as your friends are investigating things behind you uh, down on the first floor. And after, you know, maybe a minute or so, uh, eh, probably no more than a minute, I would say, uh, you finally make your way up the stairs and you are at the top of this tower. You're sort of standing at the stairs the last few steps and you haven't walked up the last few steps so that you can kind of be as out of sight as possible uh and you see uh what is essentially a large barrel uh and sitting atop the barrel seems to be a female dragonborn Uh, what kind of uh, 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 garden? What kind of scales do you think are probably some of the most cool? Red like your own? Black? White? Gold? I think white's. I think you know white. White scales are pretty pretty cool. White. Yeah. Uh, the figure, the female uh, figure, has white scales, uh, and she's attractive. She seems to be. Uh, what do you what do you think? Around your age, older, younger? Oh uh, yeah, let's go around, around my age. Yeah, around my yeah, age. around your age. She's probably around your age and uh, has white scales. Uh, uh, or do you think that uh, uh, would Garden feel like a, a male dragonborn is more attractive? Um, 
guess no, I guess guess female is fine. Okay. And that's who you see on the this barrel. Uh and you look around and you don't see or hear Glenda. Uh, and you look at the figure for a moment, and she kind of looks at her nails and kind of <sighs> blows on them and kind of rubs them on her uh, uh, dress and, you know, looks at her claws, and she doesn't seem to have noticed you. Uh, but she's just sitting there with her, like, legs crossed over uh, on this top of this barrel. How close am I to her? I'm still at the... Yeah, the room isn't especially big. I would say uh, uh, probably about 30 feet away, maybe 40 feet. Uh, I guess 40 feet once you, from where you're at right now, but once you get up the top of the stairs, then it's about 30 feet inside the room. Okay. Um, Softly uh, speak to her. I don't want to startle her. Sure. uh, You step out of stealth and... uh, it's a little bit of a surprise. What do you want to say? Uh, hello? And the dragonborn looks kind of surprised to see you uh, and says, well, hello, darling. Um, how are you? <laughs> oh, quite well. Finally, somebody worth talking to in this place. And here I thought that I would be so bored. What what are you what are you doing here? Are you waiting for someone? Oh no, I'm a little busy, but not so busy that I can't multitask and talk to you. Tell me what brings you to Shaw Filfgish. Uh, actually, looking uh, looking for a, fr- a friend of ours. Oh, who's uh, your friend? What do they look like? Uh, uh, bl- uh she's about short, elderly woman. I believe her name is Glenda. And a short, elderly woman. She hops off the barrel. She pops the top of the barrel. And as she does so, Glenda's frail form comes out gasping for air and sputters out whatever liquid is inside of it. And it, she just mu- like kind of mutters in between breaths, I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. And the figure of the dragonborn woman says, does she look something like this? Actually, yeah, she looks exactly like that. Well, you, you you are good. You are good. She slaps the lid back on it, sits back on top of the barrel and says, Oh, now that is a shame. I don't believe I've ever heard of anyone like that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um... Roll insight. <laughs> uh, with advantage. A three. Oh. <laughs> a three. Well, with her disadvantage, she is lying. She absolutely knows who that is. Uh, you think that she's being very coy. Uh, just, just a quick question. Why, why do you have her in the barrel? I mean, she's pretty much, I believe she's going to suffocate? Oh, honey, it's ironic punishment. Punishment for what? Well, you heard the woman what she denies. You don't do something nice to find your way here. Uh, 
in all of my interactions with her, she's been just a sweet, you know, sweet woman. I mean, a little, little, getting a little tipsy sometimes, but she's been nothing but sweet and kind to myself and my friends. Well, isn't that the scariest thing of all? That the monsters that you know every day are really that. Monsters. Terrible people that masquerade as regular folk. Mm. Starting to get tired of monsters. Uh, so what is that? What, what, what is that? I mean, what are you? Are you? Are, are you a monster? Oh, dear. I'm no monster. My name is Ra Sin. I'm the lust of the flesh of infinity. Uh, well, it's, uh, I, I, I'm Garden. Pleasure to meet you. Um, Garden, wonderful. What, 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 why don't we, uh, let, let, let Glenda out of, uh, you know, out of there and just have a, have a nice civilized, you know, conversation with her. Hopefully we can get to the bottom of this without anyone, you know, getting hurt. Well, I mean, I'll try. She hops off the lid, uh, or hops off the barrel, pops the lid. Glenda, once again, gasping for air, is like, didn't kill him. <laughs> and Rasin says, "Oh dear, are you still lying?" And she says, "I didn't kill my husband." And she says, "Now, dear, you don't get wonderful insurance money for something like that, and the excuse that you were too drunk to remember just does not cut it." And she dunks her head back in after uh, uh, she gets oxygen and slaps the lid back on and sits back down. She says, you see, dear, you try to deal with these people, but it just, you get the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I was kind of hoping maybe the, the three of us, not just you you two, maybe the three of us could talk, you know, because I kind of would like to get some answers myself. Answers for her crimes? She'll deny them, dear. I, as of right now, I, Aegon and Alina, the two of you uh, can hear their conversation pretty well. Okay. You guys are maybe at this point about <clears throat> 30 feet behind, uh, well, Garden stepped out. So you're maybe about 20, 30 feet away from the, the doorway. And you can hear this kind of odd conversation. What would you guys like to do? So how far away into the room is Garden? You so can, if I'm 20 feet from, from the top of the stairs. You can just barely see Garden uh, in front of the door. Which is how far? Well, uh, how far, I guess, is uh, is Rasin? Uh, Rasin is Rasin. Uh, somewhere in the room, but you're too far down the stairs that you can't see from where you're at. Okay. But I've heard everything that's been going on. I wouldn't say everything. The conversation began after, but you've gotten a lot of the points, yeah. So do I know that Glenda is in the barrel? Yeah, you heard her pop out, gasp for air. You don't know exactly what you know is happening to her in there, but it sounds like she's being suffocated to some capacity. <clears throat> okay. Then I guess I, I rush up to the top of the stairs to get a look at what's going on. Sure. Uh, Aegon, uh, you see a half-orc woman, 
Woman? Ma'am? What would you say is more attractive? Uh, woman. Woman. Uh, you see a half-orc woman. Uh, she has long, dark hair. Uh, she's, you know, tall, pretty. Do you prefer shorter? Yes. Shorter. She's a shorter woman. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm a wolf, so... That's what you see. I Sure. Um, I would like to just bypass all this and just charge for the barrel and try and knock it over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make me a uh, uh, contested strength check with Rasin. Oh, a what? A contested strength check. Uh, you're trying to knock over the barrel, so just go ahead and roll me a d20 and add your strength bonus. All right. That's a 12. You slam into the foot of Ra Sin, who holds her foot out to stop you, and you are immediately stonewalled. Okay. Whatever strength this Ra Sin has is tremendous. Okay. And she says, oh, darling, don't be so boring. You should be more interesting like your friend Garden. I'm just looking to talk and pass the time here. Sure you are, and we know why. You and bark. You need to get out of the way. <laughs> you bark, and she says, you're not being very good at conversation, dear. All right, that's the end of my turn, I guess. Elinod, you hear a commotion up top, but uh, it sounds like Ra Sin is putting your friend in his place. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to like rush up to the top there and see like what's going on yeah you see a human uh male female yeah male, male. sure uh you see a uh a human male uh dark hair light hair well it really doesn't matter doesn't matter uh blonde hair uh you know typical like a james bondy type look or something sure Okay. Well, I guess I'm the rest of you can glare. I'm not the fitting <laughs> image of humanity's perfection either, I assure you. It's like Roger Moore. <laughs> he said blonde. He's talking about Daniel Craig. Yes, I am. Uh, oh, uh. Daniel Craig is a good looking man, so. Yeah, we can't all be Daniel Craig. Lord knows I can. <laughs> I. You see, I. I. I this Rasin, and uh, uh, you hear uh, Rasin look over to you as he's sort of like, uh, she, he, he, uh, has sort of like stopped the wolf in his tracks, and uh, he looks to you, uh, uh, Elliot, and says, finally, a little bit more company. <laughs> uh, so I know that Glenda is in the barrel, correct? You could surmise that from what you've heard. Uh, someone keeps coming out gasping for oxygen. Uh, it seems like uh, Aegon was trying to knock over that barrel, but okay. uh, Rasin stopped him in his tracks. Okay. So, what uh, what are you doing here? Like, what? I, I'm not understanding. I guess uh, why are you punishing her? She didn't hurt you. Finally. And she looks down at the uh, wolf and says, this is how you handle situations like this. 
open up the lines of discourse. You don't growl like an animal. <sighs> yes, I am Ra Sin, the lust of the flesh of infinity, and those who find themselves here in Shafilfkish are... Hmm, how do I put this? They had troubled pasts. And so, uh, my master has bid me to make sure that I have meted out a delightfully ironic punishment for the uh, old woman. Okay, so you're, I'm assuming she's in liquor since she's a drunk. Uh, so you're drowning her in liquor? Indeed. Uh, if you get it, that's exactly what the ironic punishment is. That's what happens when you get drunk and murder your husband. And she jumps off the barrel, pops the lid on it. Glenda once again pops her head out and goes, Oh, no, I didn't do anything. Just because you don't remember it, dear, doesn't mean you didn't do it. And she takes a few more gulps of air and then she slams her back into the barrel. And this time, instead of jumping on top of it, she now leans her body against it in a very nonchalant pose. Okay. So how did she kill him? Well, she got angry and drunk, and she went off in a rage and strangled the poor guy, and so he passed away. Well, passing away sounds rather peaceful, was murdered. So why, like, obviously she's not in jail for it. Why was she found innocent? She didn't remember what happened. It strikes me that the people who end up in Shaw Filfkish, just because they don't remember, doesn't mean that they didn't do anything bad. Well, she doesn't remember, but wouldn't there be evidence to the contrary? Evidence? Not remembering something doesn't mean that there's nothing to show that she did it. Oh, dear. I don't know what magic land you live in, dear, but evidence is something that is easily covered up. So she covered it up despite the fact that she couldn't remember? She said she couldn't remember. Mm. And Rossin kind of smiles and says, Now, are you going to be a good boy, Wolfie, and talk to me, or are you going to keep barking? Oh, I'm going to try and knock over the barrel again. Uh, make a strength check. Contest it. Another 12. It will not move. Rossin must have ridiculous strength. It is, it's not just like she's beating you by like a couple points or something. It feels like like you're moving a like a boulder or something. Can I ask? So Glenda is small, right? Like she's a small woman? Uh yeah, uh, Gl uh if you're asking me as the DM, uh yeah. she is a uh, small size. So she's probably about 3 feet tall. Okay. And she's old, too, right? Like, old and frail? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, and so she came to town after she sold her thing, right? After she sold her last place. Uh, yep, that's uh, what you've heard. Okay. So it appears that she's running from what she no. did. No? So I'm going to ask Rasin, what did her husband look like? Rasin looks at you and says, dear, I would not know. I wasn't there when it happened. My master just let me know that this is the punishment I need to mete out. Hmm. But it does strike me that you, at least uh, Poochie here, would like me to move and let uh, the poor old woman out. So what do you say we have a little bit of a competition? What, what kind of competition? Well, what we'll do is we'll have a little, play a little bit of a game, and if you win that game, <clears throat> well then, I will put my existence on the line. What's the game? My favorite game, Truth or Dare. Okay. The I'm three game. of you will <clears throat> either dare me to do something, or ask me to tell a truth, and I'll do the same back to you. Okay. I'm I'm game. Yeah. I'll play. I mean, I don't know how I'm responding, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you are currently not responding. She looks down at you uh, as a wolf, and she says, Dear, you're going to have to speak up if you want to play the game. All right. I just changed back into a half orc. Oh, now was that so difficult? You just got to make this so easy, don't you? I never said I like to make things easy, darling. Well, I'll be sporting. What's your first? I'm going to say truth. As of right now, the three of you as a group, can decide what question you want to ask and get an absolute truth from Ra Sin, the lust of the flesh of infinity. I don't know. What do you want to ask? I have no clue. I... Do you want to ask how many flesh of infinities are in the the Far Realm? How many of them are torturing people yeah. in this town how about we ask that or how many people in the town are here too because obviously glenda is obviously uh phineas phineas was phineas. so yeah we want to ask how many people from the town of lava cloud are in shafilskith wonderful question dear uh she thinks about it for a moment i uh, one two three uh, she says, three. There were four, but uh, sadly, you dealt with one of my compatriots. Now my turn. What do you guys say? Truth or dare? Truth. Truth, yeah, I'm good with truth. Truth. And she smiles, and she looks at you, Aegon. 
Tell me, Dr. Aegon, what are the exact reasons that sent you to jail to almost be executed? And then, what led you to the village of Lava Cloud? And I'll know if you're lying. Well, I run an ex- I ran an exceptional practice in Marymore. Exceptional? Well, I mean, that's maybe debatable, but go on. And the governor of Zanjiro's son was ill. So a man brought him to my practice to make him better. I did everything as I always did correctly but apparently something didn't go correctly and the sun passed I didn't do anything wrong Rossin smiles and she says and then that was it you were charged with murder that was it. Interesting. Well, it's all of your turns now. Truth or dare, I will say truth. So do we want to ask what the names are of the people who from the town? I mean, honestly, I don't think it matters at this point what if they're gluttony or whatever. We just thought there's three here to deal with. Right, but I curious as to which people in the town are here. So would you have thought Phineas was? I mean Phineas is here. I'm assuming that pretty much everyone is. I mean Arnold isn't or Arnold is has a glow about him but um, Agnes is probably here. I wouldn't imagine Charlotte was here. We saw her. Okay. And what about the the Stop. tavern owner? Sales. Yeah. So there you go. There's your no, because we already have two of the four down. So there's two more uh, in addition to the two we have. Uh, that would be correct. You guys know of Glenda. You guys know of Phineas, of course. Uh, so there are two others. And, and uh, Agnes. Okay, so then Charlotte's not here? Well, we saw Charlotte when we were in the hotel. So then is she one of the ones that's counted in this? I don't think so. Okay, well, then you guys figure out a question you want to ask. Uh, I ask what is, I want to, well, I'll ask you guys first. I want to ask what her tie is, if she has any to, uh, Finn Fan... Finn Fanto? Finn Fanto? Yeah, Finn Finn Fanto. Okay. You guys go with that? That's the person who we met in the yeah, chateau. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I ask that. Uh, well, if she has any connections to Finn Fanto. I have zero connections to Finn Fanto. Your turn. Truth or dare? Truth. Truth. What's another truth? Truth. Oh, my favorite. Elianod, what did you do to be sent to prison to be tried for murder and then sent here? Oh, that's that's what you want to know? She smiles. (laughs) (laughs) That's an easy one. So I saw a man attacking an elderly woman, and I killed him. 
And that was it. I killed him. I was convicted. I went to jail. And she smiles and says, Interesting. Well, I'm going to have to follow that up with truth. Please ask away. All right, what do you guys think? Oh, by the way, I take this opportunity to tell them that I saw those gigantic stairs uh, as we were passing through the town. It wasn't a wall? It wasn't a wall. It looked like steps. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you couldn't talk then. So um, is that something we would want to try and find out from her? I'm, yeah, where those lead or who who uses those steps, if she knows. I don't know. Did you guys have something else in mind for the truth? I can't think of anything. Okay. No. So who uses those steps? Do you know who uses those steps? Dear, this is Shafilfgish, a city of the great old ones. Beings beyond your imagining have come and gone from this city. And some of those beings are larger than you could ever imagine. Imagine a being the size of a mountain. Now, that's wrong, triple the size. Some of these beings defy what you can even think of. They come from the great beyond. They come from the far realm. Okay. My turn. I'm going to finally get a little brave and ask for a dare. Hey, it's our turn. Don't be cheating. I. Oh, hey, you just told the truth. <laughs> yes, sorry. Uh, that's I mean, me as a DM messing again. up. I. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I. What is your uh, choice? Well, and we will it hear... be a dare? No, what we want to yeah, hear what's we'll up with garden. So I. There's three I of you. Say truth. Uh, there, I was going to yeah, say, there's truth. three of you, and so it has to get ruled out to two to one. So I hear truth, truth, dare. Is that right? Yep. Yep, so truth it is. Truth! Wait a minute, where did dare come from? I said truth. Oh, I thought you had said dare to get out of. Oh, no. <laughs> I misheard you. My apologies. Uh, Rasin uh, looks to you and says, Garden, what did you do to get put to death and then sent here? Well, the only thing that I did was be born into a miserable family. Uh, I know you might be familiar with the with the uh, the blood banes. Well, my family, well, especially my father, has done a lot worse trying to usurp the uh, the blood banes, and I wanted no parts of it. Um, so I left, and because the they couldn't be apprehended there apparently untouchable uh i was put away to pay for my family's sins and so you walked in on the site of a brutal slaughter they committed and then you were accidentally charged as the one who did it is that right yeah yeah i think pretty sure pretty sure my father put me he used me as a scapegoat interesting well, now I'll get brave and ask for a dare. 
I'm, what I'm, do we want to dare to do? I want to dare to let, let Glenda, Glenda out. out. <laughs> okay, let Glenda out. Ah, let her out and stay. Like, keep her out. Yeah. So, what is the uh, what is the thing you are asking to free Glenda? To free, yeah. Well, yeah. So we dare you to free, free Glenda, right? Okay. Rossin takes her hand, kind of tightens it up, and then jams it into her own heart. And blood spews out onto the ground, and she, uh, she, he, whatever Rossin is, smiles and says, My existence is tied to the punishment of Glenda Monosyrup. Good choice. And Rossin crumples to the ground and just melts away in blood. Victory. That was easy enough. All right, uh, so I I rushed to uh, let Glenda out. Or is she still in there? You pop open the barrel, and there's liquor and nothing else. Hmm. Much like uh, the disappearance of Phineas, uh, it seems as if uh, Glenda has vanished as well. All right. Um, can we investigate this floor? Investigation checks, if you please. With guidance? Please. By myself. That is okay. I just wanted you to know I rolled three nines in a row. I just <laughs> want to point that out. Uh, so, what the hell? Uh, what are we doing? Investigation? Uh, I got a 10. I got a natural 20. Nice. I, I got a 19. With a uh, nine, you look around uh, this weird alchemical lab and uh, nothing really jumps out at you. Honestly, uh, Aegon, uh, there's not a ten, even... Because. Uh, what's that? A ten, but yeah. Oh, a ten, sorry. But yeah, yeah still, nothing yeah. Yeah, yeah. jumps out at you. Um, we're, we're just waiting for that, that, whatever you discover in that 20. That's all we're all waiting for. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, with a 19, uh, let's see. Uh, with a 19, you would find uh, uh, some things that you think that uh, Aegon could use. Uh you find uh, the ingredients for uh, uh, five healing potions. Oh, snap. Which you can give to Aegon or keep for yourself for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. Aegon, uh, here's some ingredients from healing potions. I think Sweet. Five of them. Take. Thank you. All right. Uh, Elianon. Uh, at this alchemy station, you find a series of uh, uh, interesting potions. You find uh, seven different potions. You find a potion of healing. Uh, you find a potion of animal friendship. You find a potion of fire breath. Let's see. You find a, a potion of heroism. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Uh, you find a, a potion of uh, resistance. 
Looks like it resists, uh, let's see. Roll a dice. Uh, it resists necrotic damage. And that was, uh, what, six I gave you so far, or five? Five. Five. You also find a potion of water breathing. So I wrote this on the back of the card. And the seventh potion, you don't know what it does. You guys take a look over it, and you can't figure it out. Okay. If you ever decide to take the mystery potion, just let me know. I'm sure I'll do that without finding out anything about it. Okay. <laughs> I'd do it. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> Feel free to pass it along to Garden if you want him to try it out. <laughs> just gotta let me know. We went to this really creepy place where everything is like really messed up and I'm going to take a potion. I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Garden, how much uh, do you have left on lay on hands? Uh, none. None. Okay. So you've used everything. Yeah. Um, do we continue on here or do you think we should go back? We can't go back. Until we can go back. Right, but I'm saying, do we continue breathing in this green mist, or do we do we stop doing that? We obviously want to see the other two in this town, for sure, but is it going to be easy to go to their place and then do the mirror thing? Probably. I was thinking more about resting, but... Okay, well, I yeah. I mean, I don't need to rest. Yeah. I just... I don't know, he's got, he's got healing potions, so... All right, uh, so we just track track on in in this world and try and get to Sal's Black Egg Brewery. Is that what you guys think next, or what do you think? Yeah, let's try to go to one of the other places. That's fine. His garden brewery is fine by me. Yeah, to the uh, to the brewery. To the brewery. To the brewery. Absolutely. So you guys go down the tower. And find yourself. We're off to see the Flesh of Infinities, the Flesh Infinities of the Far Realm. Please stop. I. <laughs> uh, nope. That was Garden. That was Garden. <laughs> so you guys uh, reached street level again. I. Are we skipping? Do you want to be skipping? I'm not skipping. Skipping makes more noise than just walking. I don't mind. We we don't we don't skip. Fair enough. Fine, whatever. I uh, <laughs> so I uh, there are a few rolls on the table. Uh, survival to try to find your way to uh, the Black Egg Brewery. Uh, we also have a uh, perception check to keep watch, and uh, I guess the other person can either roll uh, perception as well, or if there's another roll they'd like to make instead. Roll perception. Survival. Okay. Can oh wait no we can't do guidance on these. Oh no on this you can because it's uh, a short trek. Okay I just want to point out I've rolled four nines in a row. Uh, nine again? Can yeah. I also roll survival? Yes. I okay. mean wait I gave myself guidance you don't have to. I mean you can if you want okay. 
I'm sorry, just four nines in a row is a little suspicious. I don't know what's going it's, on. It's the most uh, mediocre weighted dice I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I Nine. didn't want it to seem too obvious that it was weighted. I guess I'm getting those ones. Uh, I got a 15 for survival. I I got a 22 with a natural 20. Oh, natural 20 for perception. Hot damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Elianot? I got a 19 for survival, so... Oh, so uh, between Elianad and uh, Aegon, you guys think that you have a pretty good idea of where the brewery would be, you know, from this Monocera alchemical reagents shop, uh, if, if that is indeed what this place is. Uh, and so you guys start walking along. Okay. As you do so, uh, Garden, with a natural 20, uh, you, as the, the group is walking along, uh, these misty streets, uh, you spot, uh, something that catches your attention. Uh, you see an enormous mausoleum. Uh, it has a staircase that goes up and the, uh, the mausoleum is quite large. It's kind of like almost on a hill. How, f- how far is it from us? Not especially far. Uh, the, the, the staircase that leads up is off the road. And so it would be like, you know, maybe a 60 feet climb up the stairs. Okay. Hey, you guys notice that mausoleum over there? Should we check it out? Yeah, let's go check it out. You guys head up the stairs. Um, can I cast Pass Without Trace with my, uh... Staff of Woodland. Yeah, that gives everyone uh, plus 10 to stealth, right? Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. I take it you guys want to try stealthing? Yeah. Then please do. I mean, how far How far are we? Are we too far? Because, I mean, we can get closer and then do our stealth rolls. Well, I mean, the spell lasts for what? Like a minute or something? Yeah, but I don't want to roll, keep, you know, more rolls means more opportunities to roll one. That's, all That's metagaming. Don't you worry about that. Are you casting Pass Without Trace, or are you not? How far are we? It's 60 feet up the stairs to the mausoleum. Sure. Everyone has plus 10 to stealth. You got a 29. You got a 24. You got a 33. Jeez. Cripes, all three of you. (laughs) The three of you, silently as can be, I uh, find yourselves going up the staircase. And as you do so, uh, you find yourself kind of, uh, uh, there's, you know, a few more steps to go. And you guys are kind of peeking over so that, you know, you can be as stealthy as possible. All three of you make me a perception check. Thirteen. Eighteen. Fifteen. Uh, all three of you notice uh, the mausoleum is quite large. Uh, it is probably like, you know, 40, 50 feet tall. You know, it looks huge. Big, giant double doors. Uh, Elianad, the thing that you notice, uh, first of all, is the carving uh, on the, the kind of the front of the mausoleum. In deep speech, it says... Illinoc, the teeth of gnashing desire. 
Garden and Aegon, what you notice first is that there is a figure who is uh, like kind of spectral, like he's half here and half not, kind of ethereal in form. Uh, he seems to be uh, half elf. He has black hair that's like tied back in a ponytail, uh, and his eyes seem dark as night, but with white speckles that almost look like tiny starlight, like drops of starlight. Seems attractive. Seems, uh, uh, you know, like he's dressed in kind of fine clothing. Uh, however, he his spectral form is weighted down by chains, uh, and two of those chains connect to the door of the mausoleum. Uh, almost as if it goes into the door of the mausoleum and then deeper into the mausoleum. The figure does not notice you three. If you guys want to whisper, uh, you can. Uh, but if you delay acting for too long, I'll have you make another stealth check. Should we talk to this thing? Yeah, I think we should. All right, we announce our presence. Sure, you guys just want to start walking up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he seems chained down, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, chained into the whatever's in the mausoleum. All right, so we say hello. The figure seems rather surprised that the three of you walk out of the mist and arrive at the door of this place. And the figure sort of looks you three up and down. Does an insight check. And says, well, I did not expect to see the living, the sane, here in a place like this. Do the living not normally come to the Far Realm? Not if they wish to remain sane, my friend. Hmm. How long have you been here? Well, it feels like eons, but I don't know for sure, to be honest. Time sort of loses its meaning in a place like this. Are you, you appear to be... Sorry, go ahead. Are you familiar with how Shothfilthkish and the Far Realm work? Uh, enlighten us. Well, everything for a price, my friend. I will be more than happy to assist you. Would you be able to cut some of these chains free? Why are you chained? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, now that's a question that I don't have to answer unless you'd like to do business with me. It doesn't seem like you have the upper hand in this situation. <laughs> I sure don't, but I know you don't either. Not so long as you stay in a place like Shaw Filthgish. Hmm. When was the last time you saw someone come through that could help you? Never. Hmm, well. Are you trying to uh, play hardball and roll Intimidate? Mm, let's give it a try. Go for it. Uh, 14. He doesn't seem too perturbed by what you said, though he does uh, uh, acquiesce and says, 
Well, very well. How about I answer some questions of yours, and then uh, if we're feeling sporting and you're looking for more information, well, then we'll just work out some kind of deal where you set me free. Okay, Perhaps. so then are you going to answer why you're chained? I am chained because of a pact that I made with the being known, and he looks up at the uh, plaque and says, Illinok, the teeth of gnashing desire. So what is your name? He smiles real big with a flashy white smile and says, My name is Glarus Galaxy Render. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.